Today we close out our series on Luis Garavito. We'll detail the start of his numerous murders, what led to him committing them, and outline the gruesome, morbid things he did to his victims. Finally, we'll look at his eventual arrest and what the future might hold for this fucked up scumbag. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. Is Goofy a dog? Is he a cow? Who knows? But stick around. Because Goofy Garavito, he might be the sickest fuck we've ever had the displeasure of discussing. This is Necronomapod. guys crack a beer we did it what do we do <laughs> after all those bitchings and moanings i don't know what they mean what are they saying what word is that kayfabe <laughs> is in the miriam webster dictionary i saw that and we did that our podcast we did it nice work guys it is in the dictionary so if anybody doesn't know what we mean or what we're saying, look at the fuck up. It's in the dictionary. <laughs> You're the fool, not us. <laughs> Basic U.S. lingo now, right? You know, per experts, Mr. Merriam, <clears throat> Mrs. Webster. Yeah, who makes these decisions? And, and uh, Sir Dictionary. Question. So well, next time. Well, the Secretary of Words. <laughs> Is that a cabinet level position? <laughs> mm-hmm. Senate confirmable. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Secretary of Words, Secretary Mr. Secretary. Secretary. Oh. Kayfabe, what say you? <laughs> Passed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so next time someone asks what it means, you go, are you not familiar with the dictionary? <laughs> you say, look it up. <laughs> I was pretty uh, excited about that. We had nothing to do with it, but at least it made it. <laughs> I wonder who is making those decisions behind the scenes. Hmm. Some secret consortium or cabal. Like a Wizard of Oz type thing. <laughs> Do not look behind the curtain. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sure it's very underwhelming if we actually found out like who does that. So I don't want to know. Yeah, I'll just think of it as a Wizard of Oz type mm. situation. Yeah, right. Some nerd in the room. K-Fray, what's this? It's like a nerd who loves wrestling. So he's like, oh, K-Fray, yeah, that's going in. Yeah, that's a clever term. Mm. Mike and Ian use it all the time. <laughs> They're my heroes. They own wrestling belts. <laughs> it's going to be in a spelling bee now. That'll be Could fun. you repeat the word? Could I have the origin of the word? Can you use it as an yeah. example? Can I have the definition of the word, please? They're like, of course. Mike dicked down that broad at the bar, and the next day when asked, Dave kayfabed what Mike had done. <laughs> Your move, nerd. <laughs> so, you know, you have all look that to look forward to in future spelling bees. Any other big news? That's some good stuff. Um I, I think at two eighteen today I got a secret code on my phone and my my vaccine turned me into a zombie <laughs> from, what? The five, from the five G tower down the street. So Fuck. I think I'm gonna be dead in about an hour. Well other probably. than that. Everything's fine. Well, they're spying on you, right? <laughs> they have that chip now in you. Oh, they're reading the my thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I think I texted you guys after that happened, and I was like, all right, well, good luck, Joe. If you're tapping into my phone, I hope you like pictures of Casey Anthony's thick, clean, juicy dumper. <laughs> That's all you're going to be seeing. I have some more stuff. Oh, what else you got? Mm, uh, you don't see it. into my bag uh. of goodies. First one I grabbed. We're going to do some taste testing tonight, boys. <laughs> I know the listeners love it. A little ASMR. <laughs> I like it. Went to a local shop. Sells uh, hard-to-get candies and snackaroos. What's this first one I grabbed? All right. Could you read the ingredients, please? Some Lay's <laughs> from Thailand. Oh, Flavored hot chili squid. Squid, nice. Mm. 
to do a little taste test. We'll do better this time. We won't chew into the microphone, so don't get offended out there. Could you use the food in a sentence, please? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, take the bat. You guys smell that, too. Uh, it, it, smells, it smells a little like squid. Are you a fan of squid? I do. I, I, like, I like squid, squid but yeah. I'm not sure if I feel like I'm a potato chip form. Yeah, I like calamari. Oh, yeah. I get this seafood coconut shrimp at the local Thai place, and it's got big chunks of squid in it. So good. All right, well, cheers. Mm. It doesn't really taste like much. Mm. There's definitely that squid taste. It doesn't taste bad, but it doesn't taste like something I would want in a potato chip. Yeah, I wouldn't eat this again. It's not a very strong flavor either way. Yeah. I have a little cold, though, so maybe that's just me. Do you need another? No. No, I'm good. I'll eat it later for sure, though. They're not bad. They're not particularly great. I would eat that. I I would eat this bag that I had it. I would not go out of my way to buy this bag again. Yeah, it's no better than anything else. If you're a huge fan of hot chili squid, it just happens to be one of your favorites. This bag of uh, Lay's from the Thailand might be for you. If you gave it to me blind, I don't think I would say, oh, that's squid flavored. I don't really detect that at all. But it's definitely seafood-ish. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit on the back of my tongue. It's not overpowering or anything. Yeah. But I think that's how a lot of these Lay's chips are, right? They're Subtle. Not, they're not going to be. Let's go to Japan. Love to. I got spiced braised beef. From okay, Japan. now we're talking. <laughs> Look, people, we're having fun now because this, this show is not going to be a, a pleasant episode. Oh, that's you. That hits you in the face like beef broth. Really? Kind of smells like dog food. <laughs> it smells like uh, a raw Beyond Burger, raw Impossible Burger. Before you cook it. And what's funny is I'm over here thinking it tastes like uh, chunky like beef stew- soup out of like the can. <laughs> and I'm, like, mm, I'm salivating. Right, here we go. No. That tastes just like Campbell's. It, it tastes just like the Campbell's chunky stew beef. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's very weird. I said as I go for a second one. <laughs> no. That one's worse. That's worse than the squid. That's not real good. No. <laughs> Mm. That is what it tastes like, though. Yeah. Can't can shit meat. Yeah. All right. It's got quite a residual aftertaste. Yeah, it's, it's not really good. lingers. It just kind of sits there. It's like, fuck you. I ain't going down. <laughs> That's not great. Yeah, one more. One more. It's a party here. <laughs> Again, from Japan. Mm. Roasted fish. All right. I can't open the damn bag. I always look at this section at that store when I go there to buy Pokemon cards. And you're always like, nope. Yeah, I've never... I always look at them and just be like, oh, that's super fucking weird. Just yeah. like something to look at. We walk on by. Yeah. I can't get a scent on that. It doesn't... Uh, maybe I'm congested. I have some allergies going it on. It smells like nothing. Everyone has loss of taste in the studio. <laughs> After that beef. Great, great timing on the taste test. <laughs> Oh, man, that's weird. It's almost like a sushi chip. I like that. That's better than the beef. I don't like Certainly that. Certainly better than the beef. Well, Dave's going to be eating all these later. It does taste like kind of a mashup with barbecue chips, though. Yeah, I did get a hint of barbecue or something yeah, like yeah. that at the end. That's pretty good. Well, I like that. Mm. I'll stick with regular American Lay's. Yeah. But not bad overall. That beef's a little funky. Yeah, that one's not great. Yeah. Other two are fine. Yeah, that, I mean, that kind of weirds me out, like, what they're made out of. Yeah, what are the ingredients in the fish one? Yeah, I think that's what's creeping me out more hey, than the taste. Probably best if you don't know, right? Yeah. I would give you the bag to read, but, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's all in a different language. <laughs> I did not even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> Google Translator, what is a... What does this mean? <laughs> All right, well, stick around. It's going to get worse in a little bit. So where we left off on part one, Luis Garavito had already raped and tortured upwards of 100 young boys, but he hadn't killed anyone yet. 
1992, Luis got a hold of a Ouija board, and according to him, the devil told him to kill, and quote, with killing, many things will come. On October 1st, 1992, Luis spotted a young boy who was selling candy and cigars on the street. Luis already had a wooded area picked out, and he started to lure the boy towards that spot. Before Luis could rape and kill this boy, he was interrupted by two police officers who beat the shit out of him and then stole a thousand pesos, a watch, and a ring from Luis before letting him go. Well, police violence here might have solved the situation permanently. So they knew that he was abducting this boy, but instead of arresting him, they just beat the fuck out of him and robbed him and then let him go? Yeah, remember, this is also like some intense civil war fighting is going on in these areas, so it's not... A lot of paperwork. Yeah. Let's just rob him and beat his ass and... Sounds like they could have saved a lot of lives if they just arrested the guy. Yeah. Or killed him. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to beat him and rob him, <laughs> shoot the guy, then, then what? Blame it on the Civil War. I'm over here eating chips. Sorry. <laughs> that last one had a not great uh, residual aftertaste that I'm still experiencing. Roasted fish? <laughs> yeah. So th- this didn't deter... Luis, and three days later, he committed his first murder. The victim was a boy named Juan Carlos, and this kicked off a spree of what is believed to be more than 200 murders. One of the things that gets brought up first with Luis, because the number of murders is unbelievable, like it just doesn't seem possible to kill that many children or anybody. You know, he you would think that he would have to be exaggerating like a lot of killers do. For years, he documented his crimes by travel tickets, receipts, clothes, and identity cards of of these kids in a black suitcase. He kept detailed journals. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, a lot of the cases we hear from guys later on, and they're exaggerating their claims. Oh, I killed hundreds of people, but there's never any proof most of the time. But this guy actually is proof. That never happens for the most part. I read, I read about this first victim, too. He said they found him with his teeth knocked out, severe cuts to his rectum, severed throat and genitals. So I meant zero to 100 immediately because of the Ouija board. The Ouija board? Allegedly. Told him to do it. Well, the thing is, too, is where we left off on part one, he had raped, you know, at least 100. Yeah. He just hadn't killed yeah. anyone yet. Right. Those kids, he was stabbing them with, the mm. screwdriver. He was doing all this fucked up so stuff. Torturing, but yeah. not finishing them off. Yeah, he hadn't just killed anyone yet. So that's the ramp up then. Yeah. Then when he finally yeah. decided to kill, he's going for it. So because there's so many kids, we can't do like our normal episode and you know mm. go through the progression of his crimes and things like that. So also, we, why would we want to? No, yeah. So we're just gonna cover cover it in one go. His general mo. I don't know, I'd say skip ahead maybe like 10 minutes or so. If, if you, don't, you don't want to hear if it. If you don't want to hear it, yeah. Yeah, if you don't want to hear that, skip ahead. This is your warning. Yeah. Getting some graphic stuff here for the next couple paragraphs. Louise preyed on children that were part of the lower class or homeless orphans, like we talked about last week. But there was a lot of child prostitution going on, so it wasn't hard for him to find victims. Louise was scared of the dark, which is something we didn't bring up last week. It's a really weird detail. He is the dark. (laughs) So he would approach these kids in the middle of the day and offer them money, candy, or tell them that he would hire them to do some type of an odd job. He went to great lengths to disguise himself to get these kids to drop their guards. Everything from a Catholic priest to a school teacher, and then he would dress up like an old man, stuff like that. This guy's got outfit changes. Yeah, right. Wardrobe changes just, you know, throughout the day. Catholic priest, though. You sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) It should be the immediate red flag, right? (laughs) Also from last week, we talked about how Luis was real into Hitler concentration camps and how Holocaust victims were usually buried in big mass graves. It's a weird thing to say. Hey, he was real into Hitler. It's an okay, fucking dork. (laughs) Him him and Kanye West. (laughs) I'm totally into Hitler. That guy's amazing. Big fan of that guy. Underrated. (laughs) Underrated fascist. 
Yeah, like, like he did some bad stuff, but he, he had an incredible public work program for Germany. This, like, he really raised them out of the depression. This man. literally sounds like a Kanye West interview from a few months ago. <laughs> he did a lot of good stuff that you don't hear about. He's a really good artist, too. <laughs> did you ever see those watercolor paintings Hitler made? <laughs> he really didn't have a micro penis either. That was lies. He had a huge hog. Hitler had a big cock. It's really misunderstood, that guy. <laughs> Okay, so what Luis would do is find a remote spot and create a mass grave site. Anywhere from 20 to 30 victims would be buried in said grave. And then he would start over in a new spot. So he would lure victims to this mass grave site. And as they got close, Luis would bring out a bottle of brandy and encourage the child to drink some. Luis usually had it timed out that once they got to the mass grave, the child would be buzzed up and easy to tie up. Were these open pits, like just out somewhere where no one came across them, or easily like covered up by leaves? Like I was, I was he, uh, how was it, he maintaining these? It's more of a very, it's more of a graveyard mm. than a mass. It's considered a mass grave because there's, you know, all right, not a 30, pit or something. No, where he's, he's dumping a bunch of bodies. Right, he's just burying a body here. Got moves it. over to the next spot Got and it. it's a big cluster. Yeah, I guess I hear mass grave. You think of just a big. Like war crimes pit right. where they're dumping them. Well, yeah, because he's into Hitler yeah, and all that right. shit. So you think of those type of. He's into Hitler. I don't think we've talked about that. <laughs> Interesting. Like, have you ever seen those speeches? Like, they're really uplifting. <laughs> like, it really gets you going. Oh, German is such a beautiful language, isn't it? <laughs> Just <laughs> gets the people going. Yeah, it's so lovely. It's provocative. <laughs> Like literally, what I just said is, look at that butterfly and how beautiful it is floating through the air. That's, that was what I said. She said it beautifully too. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I, I was just making the point that the kids didn't see some pit of bodies. No, just, they didn't see anything. His victims were tortured and sexually assaulted for extended periods of time. Things like being stabbed with a screwdriver in the buttocks, hands, and feet. Um, having their buttocks slashed with broken blades from knives that Luis would put in between his fingers, like a really uh, weird version of Wolverine from X-Men. In most of these murders, Luis would cut off the child's genitals and then put them in the child's mouth, then cut open their stomach and rape them as their intestines spilled out. Luis's climax would happen when he decapitated the child still alive leaving the severed genitals in the mouth of the decapitated head. After all of this, Luis would put everything in the grave. So, for example, you know, these 20 grave sites around, you would have 20 bodies, 20 decapitated heads, 20 empty bottles of brandy, 20 empty bottles of lube, you know. I'm not sure even what we just listened to. <laughs> Great subject, Dave. I'm so glad you picked this one for us to cover. That was off time. the charts, man. I, I try to think back, and obviously we, you know, we made a joke of it before about we always said numerous times that this might be the worst thing, but mm. this is fucking vile, man. This is off the charts. Nobody's gotten to these numbers, right? I mean, this is the largest number, at least convicted, that we know of for kids. Yeah, just the sheer sure. terror level. I mean. Raping with intestines coming out and cutting their heads off while they're still like, that's just, that's not even human. That, that's worse, I think, than Unit 731. It's approaching, yeah. It's certainly on that plane. Whew. The thing that always sticks out to me with Unit 731 about the bayonet in the, in the child, I feel like this shocks me more than that, honestly. Beheading a child and getting off as you're doing it. I don't think we'll I don't even know what this, worse yeah, than you're that. Like, you can't, what are you even going to say about that? There's people that don't belong on the planet, and clearly this guy's at the top of the list. Strangely enough, he might be getting paroled. So <laughs> that's fucking great. It's a great postscript to this story. This is not really an easy transition out of something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, people. But uh, I don't know. This is a tough episode, so I'm trying to have some fun, at least on the outside of it. Sprinkle some fun it's throughout. Nice you, Mike. 
Thanks for being prepared today, fellas. We're going to play a little game called Bean Boozled. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? Have you not played Bean, bean Boozled? Harry Potter jelly beans type stuff? I don't know anything about that witchcraft. <laughs> okay. But what I do know is that you get a little ASMR. <laughs> you spin this little gimmick here. It's mm. going to land on a bean. There's beans in here, and it can be one of two flavors. A delicious bean or an absolutely disgusting bean. <laughs> And we are going to do this live. All right. Two flavors or two taste profiles? Like there's several delicious and several bad? You will get pomegranate or old bandage oh. if you land on pink. <laughs> oh, my God. And from throw, what up, I, throw up for the first time on the air. And from what I've heard, bandage tastes like gauze, like eating gauze. Oh, my God. Who would like to go first? I'll go and just get it over and done with. <laughs> All right, pal. All right. So you got, it's going to be strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish. <laughs> Pop this top off. So there are more than one. That's what I meant. I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I might, I might have misunderstood your question. So that is the darker one. I didn't think we were going to know until it was in our mouth. Well, you won't know. It's going to be one of those two flavors. You don't know which one. Go ahead. <laughs> I really don't want it to be. What is it? The Strawberry, fish? banana, or dead fish? Oh, no. I don't want it to be the fish. That fish are tasty. It's not that kind. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't think it's that kind. Do, do we have a paper towel for him to spit it in if he needs to? Yeah. <laughs> He's still thinking about it. I don't know what to make of that. Well, if he can't tell if it's good or bad, we might have a problem here. No, I'm good. I got I got strawberry. Oh. Hmm. There you go, Dave. Take a little spinneroo on that. You got to lay it, lay it flat. Maybe it'll be better. Black. Berry blue or toothpaste? Ugh. Is it just a blue jelly bean? Yes. All right, here, I'll let you reach in. Just take one. Of, it's one of those blue ones. You got a good one because the, the toothpaste one's gonna, just going to taste minty. We're going to do two rounds of this, by the way. <laughs> Is that toothpaste? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> Knock. You don't even have anything to wash it down with. It's not terrible. All right, I got tutti fruity or stinky socks. I'm stealing this beer. You're trying to replace that. <laughs> it's all fixed off. Oh, that's weird. All right, tutti fruity or stinky socks. I think that's tutti fruity. You think? Yeah, it has to be. I don't know what tutti fruity tastes like. But that's not a stinky sock. It tastes like Rudy. <laughs> right, last time around. I'm sure, this is on throw. Yeah, I'm spinning again. I got the toothpaste. Oh, you don't want that. Birthday cake or dirty dishwater? <laughs> there you go. I think that's someone. Good luck. <laughs> you got <Nope>. dishwater. <laughs> nope. That's fucking gross. <laughs> you spit it out. Oh, this would be so much better if I had it on video. I guess I should have done thought I had. <laughs> Fuck. Pomegranate or old bandage? Oh, boy. Well, that doesn't sound pleasant. There you go, pal. Man, I hope it's old bandage. <laughs> Get ready to throw up over here. Like, it's got to be pomegranate. No. <laughs> that was such a delayed reaction. No? It, tastes to, it takes a second to actually... T- oh, God. <laughs> oh. Spit that right into his cup. Oh. That's awful. Right, last one. Cappuccino or liver and onions? Here we go. Join brown one. That's liver and onions. <laughs> I don't mind liver and onions. Yeah, when it, it could be bandages, I'll take the liver and onions. How <laughs> you lost the game. Bandages. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Oh. That segment is going to bomb on audio, but <laughs> I had a good time with it. So Jesus. that was all right for me. Um, but Gross. we can wash it down with one last thing. <laughs> S'mores M&M's. Oh, now we're talking. All right. I have not had these. Sounds good. You guys can take as many as you want. I don't think I'm going to love the. I'm not a big s'mores guy. Man, all I take is liver now in my mouth. They're a little too sweet for me, but they're not bad tasting. Not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Tastes like s'mores. Yeah, if you like s'mores, these are delicious. 
Um, a little too sweet, though. Give me those crispy fucking M&Ms. That's all a guy wants in life. All right, well, I tried. I gave us an effort on non-kid violence. Fucking broke the bank at that store, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is not cheap. The mood has been lightened. Let's get back into it. Ian's like, challenge accepted, <laughs> motherfuckers. So now back into like the timeline of, you know, he committed his first murder, and he just goes from there. It's, you know, a spree of, it has to be like multiple kids in a day. Gotta be. When you're getting up into 200. There's people, you know, um, experts that think that he's probably up in the range of like 400 because these in these areas were so displaced, a lot of them because of the Civil War and poverty and everything. He had been killing for four years at this point. And in June of 1996, he lost his job selling air fresheners. And he went back to his old girlfriend, Luz Mary, for a place to live. She was the first one that he had that real relationship with. And they had the setup where... It was like a best friends and Luis would provide for Mary and her son. But he was a really mean alcoholic and Mary wasn't thrilled with the idea of him moving back in. Mary knew that he was a piece of shit, but Luis had figured out how to fool the rest of the community. They all kind of viewed him as a lovable idiot and they called him Goofy, as in the Disney character. Play that again. That wasn't goofy. I don't think that's goofy. <laughs> what is that? I pulled that off a goofy supercut. It said it was. It's not goofy. That first one was not goofy. Something wrong here. <laughs> that, first, that first one is me whenever Brittany posts a new Instagram video dancing with knives. Play that again. There's me. I think that's the same guy. I think it is. I chopped up a super cut of Goofy, and that's where that came from. So. That's some dark web shit there, man. Just some fucking random guy making a noise. I stand by that clip. That's goofy. Something wrong here. I'm crying. (laughs) That just ruined Disney for me. (laughs) (laughs) So Mary ended up letting uh, Luis back in the house. By this point, uh, her son was now 15 years old, and Luis ended up getting in a physical altercation with this kid, and she mm. kicked him out. Like the alcohol was building up again. Like you know, he was coming home being a being a jerk. How long did he last? Not very long. Mm. Is he still doing the? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't. He, he, yeah, I don't think he was doing. Doing yeah, much of anything. Not doing any sex moves with her. Mm-mm. Sex moves. I mean the sex moves. <laughs> how would, how might it have it sounded if he was doing sex moves with her? <laughs> He's like, and then Mary Lou's is like, something wrong here. <laughs> I feel bad laughing so much right now. Those clips are ridiculous. When she kicked him out for this physical altercation with her son, for some reason he left behind the black briefcase with all of this stuff in it. (laughs) And it did. It sounded like he could have gone back and said, "Give me my briefcase," but he never went back for it. How the story goes, at least, is that Mary did not open this briefcase. She just mm. left it sitting. Was it locked? I don't Probably know. not. Just sitting there. Oh, yeah, just sitting there. They even care enough to open it. How long did it he wasn't? Last? It wasn't a traditional briefcase like uh, what you're thinking okay. with like leather. It was made out of um, like a velvet material. It was more of a cloth. 
type like satchel Ooh, maybe velvet yeah it was some kind of weird <laughs> material something wrong here <laughs> even that sounds a little off yeah. that doesn't sound like <laughs> fucking some bootleg goofy maybe it was i don't know it's just some like furry <laughs> and goofy and just sitting around recording it oh he's jerking his gherkin <laughs> How long did he last at home before she booted him? Maybe Not like long, six right? months six or so. Months? Okay. And over these next couple of years, he doesn't uh, he doesn't get a job again. He just becomes like this homeless drifter, just going from mm. town to town in Colombia, killing kids until you know it gets suspicious or yeah. any any alarm goes up for him, then he drifts to the next town. And at this point, nobody saw him as goofy as like a lovable kind idiot. He was a fucking creep in most places that he went. (laughs) (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a time of transition, a time of change. Summer is coming to an end and fall is here. With that comes new routines, changing weather, and yes, football season. Does the stress from any of this keep you up at night? Does your brain start talking the minute it touches your pillow? Do your thoughts start racing at inopportune times? Back-to-school routines can be difficult to manage. The cold weather can become a burden. Shorter, busier days can often cause us to question our choices and decision-making process. It turns out, one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative cycle and find some mental and emotional peace. Therapy can be beneficial in helping us learn about ourselves, which in turn gives us the ability to calm our brain down and keep those racing thoughts in check. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and with that extra confidence, nothing can hold you back. So, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Necro today and get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Necro. On November 7th, 1998, a group of kids playing in a wooded area found the skeleton of a child. This led police to finding a mass grave of 36 children murdered by Luis. Then the floodgates kind of opened. Not long after, another mass grave with 41 kids was found and another with 27. These graves were all in three separate towns. Something wrong here. Because of how vicious Luis's crimes were, authorities at first thought that they should be looking for a satanic cult or something along those lines, which most of the time you would kind of be like, are you fucking kidding me? But in this <laughs> right, case, right. like, you have 36 beheaded kids. Yeah, one guy didn't do that shit. Right, like, that is insane. Yeah, I understand. That makes sense. Maybe it was a Christian cult, though, not a satanic one. Maybe. You ever think about that? Hmm. <laughs> No, I'm just Maybe it's a Buddhist. This is the first time learning yeah. of a day. It was a Buddhist cult. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> On February 6, 1990, in the town of Palmyra, the bodies of two naked kids were found lying next to each other on a hill near a sugar cane field. The next day, a few feet away, they found another child's body, which this murder was Luis's classic sloppy murder that serial killers commit, you know, the ones that get them caught. Luis had drunkenly passed out half naked on top of the child's corpse with a cigarette lit in his hand and caused the cane field to catch fire. He burned himself really bad and you know, freaked out and took off. And he left behind his money, uh, burnt glasses, shorts, shoes, and his underwear. Police also found receipts and a note that had his other ex-girlfriend we talked about last week Brasilia, her address was on it. Boy, when you kill that many kids, it just gets ordinary, right? And you you, you make bad decisions and get sloppy and he feel is, invincible. He has said after the fact that 
kind of that thing like he's was getting sloppy but he was also feeling that he was getting towards the end of wanting to do this remember we taught teaser for patreon campo delgado mm-hmm. he really looked up to that spree shooter so at this point he was it was in his mind like okay maybe i should i'm gonna be done with killing kids and i'm just gonna go mass murder a bunch of people and then kill myself well maybe in a few months we'll have luis on and we'll ask him about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i'm in studio maybe <laughs> when he's you know, we get him a visa <laughs> Does it get boring after a while? Like, all right, I, I do this, you know, a couple times a week. I'm bored of it. I, I, I don't get much recognition because that's what I'm really after, maybe. No one knows who I am, so. Or what, that tracks. Could it have been, like, the sexual gratification? Was he not getting the sexual gratification out of it after all this time? Like, he wasn't, he needed to maybe up the ante of what he was doing. Exactly. kind of getting bored Everything of the same gets boring old. after a while, right? Well. Not Casey Anthony's dump truck. <laughs> what they always say, show me a hot chick and I'll show you a guy who's tired of fucking her. But I, I think that's going to be part of it. Like, <laughs> Isn't that what they say, those people? <laughs> that is a saying. I have not ever found that to be true. But, I, but, but maybe that's what it is. Like, it was just getting boring for him. I mean, unfortunately, we're talking about hundreds of kids. Yeah. That's it that's wasn't, my point. It yeah. wasn't he needed more or something else maybe. Like when that's the thing that gets you off and like where how do you ramp it up from there? Like you said, yeah. go slaughter a bunch of people in a spree shooting. Because how much yeah. more could you possibly do right. to a well, little how kid does to that make get it more worse. exciting? Yeah, how do you make it how do you like you said, how do you ramp up that? Yeah. You're at the end. That yeah, there's no word. There's nowhere no left to, to go. Yeah, there's no up. Hell, that's where it's left to go. <laughs> Straight to hell. <laughs> Thanks, Pee Wee. It's always got my back. So they had that note with uh, his other ex-girlfriend's address on it. But they also had his eyeglasses tested. They took them to a uh, an optometrist. And he his left eye was really bad. He had a He had a rare condition where his left eye was way different than the right and he had to have special glasses made so that was a big clue for them right off the bat it's like okay not too many people with this prescription out there right so yeah, we're looking sure. for a guy with a bad left eye for the first time ever that optometrist is like oh really i can be helpful <laughs> to a crime <laughs> let me explain mm. the science behind this yeah. for you fine officers <laughs> mm. they're like jesus christ just give us the files dickweed <laughs> Police contacted Grisalia, which led them to lose Mary. And she still had Luis's briefcase. Inside, police found pictures of young boys. Like we said earlier, detailed journals of his murders, travel receipts, all that stuff. Maybe that was his way of trying to get caught. He's probably, what, what's taking so long? Didn't they open my fucking briefcase? <laughs> I left the briefcase. I've been sloppy. It was a velvet briefcase. It didn't have a lock on it. Listen, there's something wrong here. There are some people, Dave, that would drape themselves in velvet if it was socially acceptable. Some people would do that. On April 22nd, 1999, Luis was wandering around drinking brandy when he came across 12-year-old John Sobagal. Luis gave the kid a hug, and while he was hugging him, Louis stuck a knife into the kid's stomach and told him not to scream. And like to come with in him. In front of it or into it? Like poked him. Just a little poke. Didn't, yeah, not, not stab a stab. Right. No. I, I initially thought he stabbed him. And I was like, that's a bit extreme yeah, then if you yeah. want this kid to start working with you. It was like more of a, like you're coming with yeah, me kind yeah. of thing. He took this kid into a taxi and then forced him to climb a barbed wire fence that led to a remote wooded area. Luis tied him up and then stood over top of him masturbating and screaming, quote, am I a sadist? All while pointing the knife at this kid, kind of like slashing at him, like, oh. something <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> that might be my new favorite clip in the history of this show. Something wrong here. A 16-year-old homeless kid happened to be close by and heard Louis screaming. 
So the 16-year-old started throwing rocks at Luis and yelling for him to stop. Luis, holding his knife up in the air, chased both the teenager and the child to a nearby farmhouse. Once Luis got to the farmhouse, he ran into a 12-year-old girl who was standing outside. Luis asked her where the boys had gone. She told them that they ran into the woods when actually they were inside the farmhouse. So 12-year-old thinking on her feet. Good on you. Then the girl and the two boys notified the police. By the time Luis found his way out of the woods, back to the farmhouse, the police were just waiting to arrest him. They didn't even bother chasing Jesus. him in the woods. They're like, he'll just come out. They're waiting. Like, this jackass can't even see out of his left eye. <laughs> right. He'll be back. <laughs> the optometrist is leading the way. Like, I know he's in those woods. I'm telling you, just wait. This is his moment. Luis was initially charged with the murders of 172 children, but later on he confessed to killing about 140. The court found him guilty on 138 of the 172 counts, with the remaining cases still being under investigation. This led to a sentence of 1,853 years and nine days in prison, making it the longest prison sentence handed down in Colombia ever. But Colombian law has a cap on the length of imprisonment, limiting it to 40 years. This meant that Luis could never serve a full term. Why then are they allowed to give that sentence if they can't enforce that sentence? I don't understand. If the max, like the max penalty, because I think it's for a bunch of different cases, but they all have to run concurrently not to exceed 40. They've since raised it to 60. I read, but at the time but like, of his sentencing, it was 40. Like if you were in a state that, that didn't have capital punishment, and imagine if a jury was like, well, we sentence him to death. And the judge was like, I accept, but we can't sentence him to death, so he will not go to death. Like, it's just very weird that they would. I think that 1800 numbers, like, he's convicted of 140 murders and got 40 years for each of them. But they all run concurrently. Yeah, they multiplied stuff together to yeah. get that number. Yeah. I, so It is interesting. I did, I did look up some of this. So if you, specifically in South America. South and Central America, Honduras, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Costa Rica, Venezuela, Colombia, Uruguay, Bolivia, Ecuador, and the Dominican Republic have all abolished life imprisonment. The max is 75 years in El Salvador, 60 in Colombia, 50 in Costa Rica and Panama, 40 years in Honduras, 30 years in Nicaragua, Bolivia, Uruguay, and Venezuela, and 25 years in Paraguay and Ecuador. Did they? So you can do it, whatever you do in those countries, you're serving 25 years tops did you get, look into like like the rationale behind it like no, that's what i would be more interested in is like why like there's clearly some people in society that should not be ever roaming free and to limit your ability well, to I get mean. rid like, of these people is insane like some of these 25 years you can go shoot up an entire school and kill all these kids and you're gonna get 25 years no is that weird I, what's the like I, I wish i knew the rationale behind it like what do they think like is there some kind of like step down program that they're yeah, supposed to know. be in? That's a different story. But and Colombia, in Colombia, they don't have the death penalty either. So that wasn't. I think a lot of these. Well, I don't think yeah. any of them would. Then, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if if you're you're not going to go from like a max of twenty five years or also death penalty, right? Like yeah. most countries don't have the death penalty. Oh, I don't you, believe most countries are civilized. Most civilized countries. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But then you get into shit like this. You get, like, this well, guy should have been fucking killed 20 years ago, but yet now he's going to be getting out of prison, perhaps. At the very least, he should not just get 40 years. I mean, like, it's just this man should never be walking free, ever. Right. It definitely seems like a system that needs to be tweaked a little bit. It, at least make life a an option. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I'm all for I, prisoner I reform because we lock up a lot of people and we have private prisons and we have all this crazy shit going on. But there is, are some people this that need to be locked up This for is life. not a reform situation. No. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Some people are garbage Most of the shouldn't people, even be on the planet, but we at least have to keep them in prison for the rest of their life. 99% of the people we have covered on this show I don't think are reform prisoners no of course not there's there's maybe a couple that we've discussed that maybe could have been reformed had they been caught early on like with their other their mental health had been um but 
No, I agree. I just mean I'm not advocating for prison planet. I think there's a lot of people unnecessarily locked up for nonsense crimes and private prison disguise. I mean, it's a whole separate thing, but right. clearly there's people that we can't have in society. Right. You have to have laws that allow you to get rid of them. You have to. Yeah, because what if in those in one of those countries you're not not murder, but like a serial rapist? Sure, that's right. responsible for twenty, thirty rapes and right. terrorized a whole exactly. community. You only get twenty five years. Yeah, I feel like this one, guys, is out of our jurisdiction. <laughs> right. what, what can right we do? You are. What can we do? Write your Colombian congressman. Yeah, Mike. right. Exactly. You, you're not exactly. Hello, this is Mike Nalapod from the U.S. Yeah. I'm calling them like Hildebrandt calls me. And I just want to tell Hello, you. Hello, this is Mike Nalapod again. <laughs> Hello, this is Mike Nalapod again from the podcast. I'm just calling to ask for uh, uh, incarceration reform. I would like there to be longer sentencing for your violent and deadly criminals. Next day. Hello, this is Mike Nalapod from the podcast. Did you get my call? Did you get my voicemail yesterday? This is Mike Namapod. Call me back. Beep. <laughs> I suddenly get it. I get it. The despair of not having the person, your intended target, call you back. Yeah. Maybe you'll call Mrs. Hildebrand well, she back tomorrow. actually have my number. She calls everybody else. She can't. As, as, as stealthy as she is, she cannot find me. Interesting. She cannot find me. You guys tag me in Instagram photos. She can't find me. <laughs> Authorities also gave Luis leniency for helping them. He assisted police in locating the bodies of his victims. He drew maps, took them to those mass grave sites. It seems weird to make a deal with him. 22 yeah. years for, what was it, 137 convicted murders? Um, Violent sexual assault rape murders. 22 years. Like... <laughs> You're That's, raping kids with their intestines cut open and decapitating them in the middle of it. I mean. Yeah, and they're like, well. Uh, 22 years sounds about right. <laughs> right. You worked with us 22 years. You showed us where you buried them 22 years. It's unfathomable. I don't I What do you even say to that? Something wrong here. <laughs> there certainly is goofy. There certainly is. Oh, I'm Goofy Garavito. There's something wrong here. <laughs> so they had his glasses. Um, they were able to confirm, you know, that they were his. He had that that eye condition, mm -hmm. that stuff. And there was also DNA left behind on some of the victims. And they did DNA testing. So they confirmed everything. It was 100% Louis yeah. responsible for all this. I actually read what they did. They constructed this whole thing where they made the whole prison go get eye tests so he wouldn't think anything was up and like try to fake it or or, or lie and stuff and then while he was getting his eye tested they dusted his cell and got the dna off his pillow and stuff it's pretty smart it's like a twofer yeah they're willing to go all through that for 22 years <laughs> that's right <laughs> well done you did you did good work <laughs> Luis is currently serving his sentence in a maximum security prison where he's kept in isolation from other inmates because, spoiler alert, they're afraid that he would be killed if he was integrated into general population. I mean, it doesn't sound like it'd be fun to be in a Colombian prison. I would assume if they put him in the general pop, he would be killed within, a long, which would also within like a half hour. Right. Which would also happen <laughs> here, too, right? Like, that would happen yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. When they find out you're in all that kid shit. But you see, you know, TV shows about South American prisons and they look very unpleasant. Do you ever think that like. That's why I'm shocked that this guy is still alive. Yeah. Any one of these prison guards would have just been like, oops, forgot to lock his cell. That's what happens with people like this. Sure. It is amazing it's, it's I, that he's still alive. That it didn't yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I can't believe it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying I'm surprised it didn't. Well, who knows? There's, I mean, there's. You think somebody would have got to him just right. as a feather in their cap a long time ago? Like you've been talking about, Dave, he'll become eligible for parole later this year in 2023, having served three fifths of his reduced sentence. Louis says that once he gets out, he would like to get into politics, maybe be a priest. <laughs> maybe. Why not? Senator <laughs> of the U.S. would probably elect him president. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
He likes to fuck kids. He maybe curb the killing part, but he might be a good priest. <laughs> uh, and he claims that he wants to help abuse children. Currently, he suffers from severe eye cancer, which requires daily blood transfusion. So hopefully he'll just die soon. Doesn't seem like if he got paroled, he would do very well. Is that eye cancer related to whatever that condition was? I think so. With his eye? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of eye cancer. I've heard of it before. What? That's like, sounds rare, right? Maybe someone in my grandma knew. Had just it take your eyeball out if you have eye. That's cancer. what I'm thinking. Like, could I mean, if but if it's spread, then um, you know you can't. But yeah. you would think that if it was just like in that one isolated area, could yeah. they not take it out? Take it out. Yeah, take my eye. I can live without it. Hmm. Would you be, get a fake eye? Or would you wear a patch? I wear a patch. Oh, patch. Would you? (laughs) You bet your arse I would. Jesus Christ. I'd make you walk the plank, my namapod. (laughs) I'd put me peg leg right up your arse. You had him take your eye in a wag just because you want to live the gimmick? If I'm going to be a pirate, I'm going to have him take my leg, too. Eye cancer? Take the eye. Go ahead and take that leg, too. You got a wooden stick you can stick up there? I want to play the part. (laughs) Start drinking rum all the time. Shiver me, Timbers. Well, you know, let's, let's hope that you don't get eye cancer because I don't want you to lose a leg as well. Do you know International Talk Like a Pirate Day is on September 19th every year? And I was on a goddamn cruise on the day and I completely <laughs> fucking forgot about really? it. Really? And missed Damn. it. I could have been is, making people walk the plank and that doing is bits. one of the biz- biggest missed opportunities ever. I know. A couple days later, I go, oh my fucking God, I missed Pirate Day. <laughs> also, how did the crews not pick up on that? Exactly. Missed opportunity. Well, why would they not? Around. Like that would be a fun day. It like absolutely it's pirate day. You you busting like no 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 no. Look me in the eye. I'm the captain now. <laughs> you just hijack the ship. <laughs> You're like what? I was just playing along. It was we were role playing. It was pirate day. You mutiny the captain. Right. <laughs> Tie him up. Fucking hold a knife to their throat. <laughs> oh, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Come on. I kid. I kid the captain. Well, you got to do a cruise next year on September then just to make up for that. And I was bummed out. Louis spends most of his time making items like handcuffs, earrings, and necklaces in uh, the prison's medical unit since he has to get all those blood transfusions. He's just hanging out, hoping he gets out. So he's just in their medical unit now. Yeah. Living life, living large, getting blood transfusions. I bet not one of those victims would have been able to get a blood transfusion if they needed it, right? Probably not. No. It'll be really interesting to see what happens here then. When is, do we know when it's coming up? Is there a date set? We're getting close to the end of the year here. Yeah, I found conflicting reports. It's this year though, but yeah, the time's running short. Not real good reporting on this. That would be. uh, There's not a a good book out there on this either, Mm. which it's probably the subject matter. Who wants to do a deep dive into this? I'd depress the shit out of you do you think most of the victims were identified you see when you get into that kind of throwaway victim impoverished sometimes they're just you know lost kids orphans and no one ever identifies them well and he had it wasn't i I would say like probably a quarter of them were identified okay not a ton yeah yeah. but more than you know more than i initially okay all right a quarter of the of the like 200 of the 200 bodies that were found yeah. of which 130 some he was convicted of yeah let me let me grab the exact number real quick yeah so they they found 193 bodies he was convicted of 142 mm. um i forgot to bring it up but he also killed some kids in ecuador as well I was going to bring that up. I read that, yeah. Yeah, his drifting took him mm-hmm. down there. And he stood out, and people, eyewitnesses are like, yeah, that, that was him, for sure. Yeah, he was not goofy at that point. That that was his point in life when he yeah, was like was a gonna, fucking creep. <laughs> I was like, no one recognized Goofy? Oh, 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 gosh. <laughs> they said maybe Venezuela even, too. And there's some people he left alive. There's some surviving witness. Um, 
Did you say, Dave, Ecuador, Venezuela, what a punishment would have been there? Uh, I have that information right here, Mike. Venezuela is uh, 30 years. Nope, we don't want that one. I do not have Ecuador. Just wonder if they could have got him somewhere on one of these murders and maybe put him away forever. Yeah. But some of those surviving victim accounts where, like, he asked them if they were humiliated after raping him for torturing him for 12 hours and they, uh, like, admitted to being humiliated. He's like, good, that's the way I like it. I'll see you later. And left a few of them alive. Like, really weird stuff. It's, it doesn't even seem real. It, no. They're probably all blended together for him, too. Just one big composite kid. So when he got the reduced sentence for helping him and drawing maps and leading him to the graves and stuff, do we feel like he gave an accurate representation of everyone? Or do we feel like there might be other mass graves out there? You said you referenced earlier some people thought 400 kids. Do we think there's a bunch more he never copped to? Yeah, or maybe he forgot where he buried some of them. He was so drunk half yeah. the time, right? If you're drunk enough to fall asleep on a dead kid you just killed, then. And you, what else did you do? You don't remember. burn down a fucking sugarcane yeah. field, right? And also, what what does that mean with regards to like that forty years? If he did lead them to an area where there was more kids, could he not be tried again and then given another forty years? Like, why would he take them to new people if he can just get tried again for something else? Yeah, is I, that forty years per like? charges like it's 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 weird like if you subsequently did something later yeah i don't know Yeah, like you're not just going to do 40 years ever in your life and once you do your 40 years you're free of all crime right you're gonna give amnesty for future criminal activity good idea for a movie that's a good idea for a movie Mm. you do your time and if you survive you're now free Mm. amnesty from from being convicted you live in coming, a, down, coming soon to cool down media studios. <laughs> you live in a society where the most time you can ever spend in jail in your whole life is 25 years. So when you're 16, you purposely get locked up, spend your 25 years, and you get out and then you're super yes. criminal and they can never lock you up again. But the 25 years, it's extremely hard time. Right. Whereas like maybe most people don't make it. But mm. if you do, you're free. It's like the purge every day then mm. for the rest of your life. Do whatever you want. That's a fucking awesome movie. <laughs> That's an awesome movie. And I think he goes into prison as some young teenage actor. He comes out as a grown man. Keanu Reeves. Because <laughs> even though he's a shit actor, apparently people go see his movies and they blow up. So I think we need to book Keanu Reeves. I don't. I don't love this shit actor characterization. That yeah, uh, but he's not great. <laughs> well, it's a matter of opinion. You ever seen Speed, fella? Yeah, I'm thinking we call the movie Speedwick. <laughs> <laughs> One word though, Speedwick. Speedwick. His name's James Speedwick. <laughs> he goes in at 16 for killing his abusive father, uh, who was beating up him and his mom. He didn't want to, but he did it because it was best for his family. Mm. He survives his time, and now he's out, and he's a vigilante. 41, untouchable by law enforcement. Yeah, Vigilante now, who just, he, he sees it as his job to clean up all the corrupt in the community. Maybe even like the, the corrupt who are well protected within the community, because now he can't be touched. Mm. Someone's going to steal this idea. <laughs> we better edit this out before we release this, this show. Is, we're on to something. We type up a 20-page treatment tomorrow and get this out to Hollywood somewhere. J- well, are they are, are they gonna even going to read it at this point yet? Strike's over, right? Is it? Is it officially? I don't. I didn't see. I thought it was. I've been too busy watching uh, House of Representatives and all their <laughs> shit going on. James Speedwick. Can, we, right. can we mix Johnny Utah from Point Break in there and... Uh, well, I don't, maybe it takes place in Utah. <laughs> How about that? I think we wrote a perfect movie, guys. It's not bad. It's a good movie. We mix Bill and Ted in there. Well, the soundtrack would be "God Gave Rock and Roll to You." <laughs> How about that? It's a little a little tribute to all of uh, his movies. <laughs> Keanu Supercut. Well, all right. Anything else on this one? Anything else to talk? Yeah, on? there's some people that don't belong on the planet, and this. 40 year sentence is ridiculous. Yeah. 
This guy's gonna be walking around in a couple months. I can't imagine they would actually let him out. You would think not, but I can't imagine they would reduce a sentence to 22 years. Yeah. Mm. Should this guy be killed, Mike? Look, does this challenge your death penalty <laughs> beliefs? Well, a lot of these people challenge those beliefs, and you look at them and you're like, what a scumbag. Like, this person deserves to die. I don't believe anybody should be put to death by their government. Okay. But I don't think this man should ever be available for parole. I think just one of these crimes he committed should put him away for life. Fair this enough. is, th- but this is worse than we have here, by far. Yeah, this is a tough one. And we could sit it. There's, you know, victim accounts of what he did. That you kind of composite summaried it early on. Yeah, and we could sit there and go through a bunch of them. But I don't. I agree with you though. I don't think it serves much purpose. Yeah, I mean, it's horrifying to. Yeah. To really think about to actually you know I mean, you read the sentence whatever but then actually kind of visualize yeah visualize what that, what that like. yeah what that yeah. means it's it's crazy his nickname you know it was goofy and then after he was caught and there was all like the media stuff with it he was called the beast yeah i saw the beast They're really tired of that it, disney stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair to disney at this point <laughs> i think it it fits right he's just an evil person like if there is if there's a such thing as like like a someone possessed by the devil or something like this evil person it would be this person the person that can only get off to a decapitated child cutting their intestines yeah yeah i yeah what what else are you gonna say about it the worst of the worst well dave ate a bandage flavor (laughs) jelly bean (laughs) that was pretty bad Something wrong here. <laughs> that first one is so fucking funny. <laughs> I don't think that's goofy. I don't know what that one is. But that is not goofy. And that has ruined my innocence, I think, frankly. That has ruined my, my childhood innocence of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Like, I just picture him, like, coming out of the face. It was the best and most poweringest cum I ever felt. (laughs) Oh, God. Something wrong here. Thanks, Goofy. I think Goofy's going right up there with Pee Wee Herman, right? As all times. (laughs) (laughs) That was a new one. (laughs) That was a good one. I like that. That was longer. My face hurts. This has been on something else. It shouldn't. We should not be laughing this much in this fucking episode. Got to man. Those of you who had just joined us for the first time, I think in all fairness, we didn't really know what this guy did exactly when we picked this uh, episode. Dave, when Dave picked this episode, send your hate mail to Dave at AskJeeves.com. <laughs> Tell him all about what you thought about this shit show. Do it. Do blame, it. Blame him for the ASMR food chewing as well. Uh, no. Uh, any hoodles. All right, we good on this one? Yeah. Yeah, let's figure out about this guy. All right. We'll do a Necro overtime in like four weeks when he's out on bond. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When he's been paroled we'll and do. he kills the first kid in <laughs> Colombia. Very uh, Issei Sagawa oh, type yeah. vibes with him saying that he wants to help sure. abused kids. Sure. Before we throw it to you, Dave, for Patreon, I have a quick shout out to uh, Jess from Troy, Michigan sent me a um, Kennedy family book of paper dolls, which I didn't know paper dolls was a thing, but it's like a uh, craft art artistic book where you can just cut out their little JFK and Jackie and, you know, their whole family and glue their heads on and stuff. Looks like a collector's item type piece. So hmm. thank you very much to uh, Jess. Um, pretty cool. I appreciate it. Dave, what do you got on uh, Patreon? Uh, we would like to thank new patrons Jonathan McMillan, Eric Hackney, in College Mike We Trust. It might get more than you bargain for there. <laughs> Jane Harvey, Sethery Jones, Crunchy Sock Puppet, Ann Carlton, 
Isabella Durakovic, Sarah T, Brianna Gover, Laura and Marie, Cole Emmerich, Eleanor Hansen, Amanda May Armstrong, Melissa Gamble, Greta, Warren Kroll, Peter Larson, Kimberly McKelvey, Melody Moon, Dave sounds like Hopper from Stranger Things, so I love him. That's a good name. That's awesome. I totally get that reference. <laughs> Firecrotch91, Herpy Mouth, God damn it. Brett S., Joanna Guerrero, Logan Leal, Tim Caulfield, and Jessica Phillip. Thank you so much, new patrons. Welcome aboard. All the cool bonus material, the treasure trove, the archive, all the material you have access to now. It's all there. I envy you. Countless hours of entertainment. Countless. Ian, what do you got? For our iTunes, I have one for Country Mike and the Boys, Barnabas Wizardcock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Daddy Mike Namapod. Thank you for the awesome reviews. Wasn't the title of one of those like Mike fucked my wife and her sister? <laughs> That's this one. It's oh. a, my wife bang, <laughs> Mike banked my wife and her sister. I don't recall that, but I'm sure they were lovely. <laughs> uh, anything else, Dave? I got a couple of military shout outs today. Oh, oh nice. finally. There we go. It's been like six months. Shout out to Marine Corps vet Ryan King. And Corey Ramirez, active duty Navy. Uh, that's a shout out from Brandy. And also a shout out to Tyler and Hunter, Navy vets, 20 combined years of service. So thank you, everyone, for your service. Yeah, thank you. Good stuff. And thanks for listening, guys. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Necronomapod, Patreon.com slash Necronomapod, Amazon.com, search Necronomapod, and Necronomapod.com. All right, you guys ready for a cool down beer? Cheers. Something wrong here. <laughs>